this week on a monumental Lords of Grantham podcast. We polish off the gems. We make sure everything fits right as we put on our very own crowns. That's right, baby. We're starting The Crown, Season 1, Episode 1. Whenever an American vessel leaves port, the crew sings this ancient sea chanty. A one, a two, a three, a four. We're back again. Here we are. Here we are. Finally. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Finally. (laughs) We have come back. We have. To do the crown. Uh, Dave, we have any any, uh, news that we should catch the listeners up on or anything? Uh, my brother's podcast, Dr. Hornet, The Hornet's Nest. It got called out on Vulture. That you were, you were, your episode hasn't aired yet. Oh, it hasn't? I don't know which one you're on. I don't think it has because I'm caught up. But you're on one soon. I'm on two that have already aired. And this week's episode, or by the time this airs, it'll have been last week or two weeks ago. The Tolkien episode got featured on Vulture, Vulture's podcast of the week list. So how did that happen? Did they Do they know someone at Vulture? Or did they just happen to listen to the podcast and were like, we got to feature this? A little column A, a little column B, maybe? I don't know. Maybe, really how don't do we know. get in that column? That's what. <laughs> hey, I can ask. All right. I mean, this is a big deal. I mean, we're kicking <laughs> off a new season. We got we got to get new listeners in here. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, congratulations to my brother and my friend Sean. Mm-hmm. Technically, I am on every single episode of the Hornets Nest in the end bumper. Yeah, not with to our get, buddy Bob. Yeah, not to get people too excited. Like my voice appears, but like I'm there for like yeah, same five same seconds. with me. It's, <laughs> a, it's a FM radio call-in show. But this week, the the epi- or the the episode that got featured on Vulture is very funny. Um, I just had a bizarre thought. Like, what if there's like people out there who are like ASMR addicts who love the sound of things and they just like the sound of our voices? They don't really care about this podcast or anything. They just want to hear us talking. And I mean, they're, and they're just going to seek out this podcast just to get more of our voices on. I, I would not put it past some of our listeners, and I love them to death mm-hmm. for sticking with us after Downton Abbey and jumping to the next show. Yeah. So I I don't doubt that. I mean, we know for a fact that in the Lords of Grantham Lounge, our very own Estelle was like, I watched it. I'll watch it again. Okay. All right. Well, and, and you know that's the community that we built, and that's the one thing that going into this new show, and we talked about it last week. There's a little trepidation mm-hmm. about the tone, and watching this episode confirmed. Yeah. Well, we, we're we're at, we're evolving. Yeah, I mean, we are going from boys to men, quite literally, because this is TVMA, Dave. Oh, baby. It caught me off guard at the top. I was like, wait, this is MA. So they're making a show about royalty, people who are still alive. And they're going to go full M.A. with, like, butts and stuff in this thing. And it they was, do. It was a butt. I know. <laughs> of the king. The king of, or the whatever. Like, the Queen Elizabeth's husband. They show his butt in this episode. I was not prepared for that. I was not prepared for a butt. We did. We no. saw, like, Bates' shoulders and lost our minds. I know. I know. <laughs> Tom Branson's, like, pecs. Woo. Right. We see the side of uh, of uh, Tom Barrow's butt. And we were talking about that for half an episode. Yeah. Jeez. Like, we're really going to come out of this as, like, we can't. We're going to be grizzled. <laughs> I don't know if I can withstand that many butts in a show, especially one about royalty. I don't, I don't know. In the language, man. Oof. A little coarse. A little coarse. A little. Co- I mean, you you guys know us. We're we're not prudes, but we definitely don't drop four letter words on this podcast. And no, no. So we're, it, you're going to hear a lot more of that sound of bleep if we right. have to repeat lines that have uh, swear words. Our audience here is uh, 
are people who watch TV and MA shows but ride around with kids and they can listen to us. Yeah, and get away I mean, with it. so The Crown. We're in uncharted territory here, Dave. It's 1947. I know, and this episode is called Wolferton Splash. Oh, and do you know any reasoning behind that? No, I don't. Is there? <laughs> I don't. I don't have a chance to look it up. No. Um, do we want to just jump right into this show, The Crown? Yeah, let's go. Let's get in, man. We got Lane Price from Mad Men is the king. Jared Harris yet again. In another role where it looks like he's not doing too hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what role is he doing hot in? Uh, Chernobyl, he burns it up a little bit because it's, it's Chernobyl. Uh, but uh, not doing too hot in that one either, if you've, if you've seen that one. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I didn't know he was in this at all. I had heard rumors, but I... <laughs> rumors of, like, <laughs> Rumors actual... and innuendo that, that Lane Price from Downton Abbey... Or from Downton Abbey. Come on, man. We gotta shake, the, yeah. shake it. Um, <laughs> for Mad Men. Is mm-hmm. yeah, and he's he's the king. He's and this is the king's speech, king, right? <laughs> right? Is it? I think so because he stutters. I thought he stutters because he got that throat operation done later in the episode. No, I think he stutter. I think he's the uh, Colin Firth or the king's speech king. <laughs> People tune in are like, man, these guys gotta check their history or whatever. <laughs> Come on, no, we don't. That's why you're listening. <laughs> no, I think you're correct though. Yeah, yeah, because he is the the. F- Let's just do it again. Yeah, because uh, he's the father of uh, Queen Elizabeth. I know this just piecing it together in my mind. In King's Speech, he t- refers to like little Elizabeth running around and stuff. And if that guy's the same father as Elizabeth in that movie. Then he's the same father of Elizabeth in the show. We're getting Let's started. Figure this out. We're putting it together. Dave, how many times did you check uh, Wikipedia while watching this? None. Zero. I checked it at least a dozen times. I just, like, you know what I said? I said to myself, I want to, this is art to me. This is not, I'll figure it all out as we go. Because I was thinking about how when we started Downton Abbey, we, our notes were like five lines and then it went to like four pages by the end of the show. Yeah. And this, I wanted to be authentic going into this. I did pause a few times for quotes, but not mm-hmm. many. I, I just wanted to make sure I knew who they were referring to when they were talking about people. Because I feel like you just had to come in with some knowledge of where they were. I mean, the Down Abbey movie threw stuff like that at us. Right, right. And the movie, like, I mean, the show. So just to start off, Elizabeth is getting married uh, to Prince uh, Philip. Philip. Doctor Who. But there seems to be reservations around it going on that the show doesn't seem to explain thoroughly mm-hmm. that I needed to refer to Wikipedia to find out. All right. And so, the, I mean, the kind of reference that he's, you know, from a Greek nationality, which is where he was born in Greece. But um, he's he doesn't have much money to his name. He's not a rich person, which is there's a bit of drama around that, I guess, in real life. But I feel like that doesn't get fully dived into on the show. Yeah, they show the older ladies sort of saying and and none of us liked it and it's happening this kind of thing right and there's even a moment during the the wedding where churchill like barks at someone calling them nazis and i read online that's because i guess philip's siblings uh were or cousins were in like nazi stuff or whatever so that's why but it's like you wouldn't know that you like you you Mm -hmm. have to read about that online but the most interesting thing that they don't even reference on the show which i don't maybe it was more normal back then but apparently philip met elizabeth in 1934 and then 1937 so Elizabeth was about like eight or nine and then like 10. And so they, they met a couple times. She was nine years old? Something like Because she's like 93 now. So she's born in, I think, 25. Or is she 93? I don't know. She was, she was a kid. But they started writing in each other in 1913 when she was... Nine, not nine, 1939. Wrong show. Yeah, exactly. No, they started writing in 1939 when she was 13 years old and he was 18. All right. I mean, I mean, look, we're not fans of the man R. Kelly, 
But like when I see when I read that fact, I just couldn't help but think of what the Pied Piper said that one time. When you say teenage, how how old are we talking? <laughs> how old are we talking? Prince Philip, eighteen, riding a thirteen year old on the regular. You know who that's that's like Padme and Anakin. <laughs> it's it's some it's yeah, it's a little backwards there, but yeah, yeah, that's some that's some weird stuff that no one seems to talk about He's in London. He's calling his shot. <laughs> to a 13-year-old? It's, it's a princess. Come on, man. And so after the war ended, they got together because he was in the Navy. And uh, I, I, didn't, I was stunned to find this out pretty recently, too, I, I, even before watching the show. So Queen Elizabeth served in World War II. She was a, a mechanic and, and drove huh. Jeeps around. You really did your work. I didn't. She famously also said she's going to die with her finger on the trigger. Oh no, she, no, no! That's a little. That's a little Wayne lyric. Okay, but, but, uh, hey, you never know. Yeah, yeah, but they don't even reference that here. Like, oh yeah, you know, she's got. I guess she was. She probably wasn't like the heaviest person in World War II doing things. But there's like photos of her, like you know, in the shop working on a couple humvees. Shop shop. Yeah, a couple motorcycles or two. You know, the queen's there. Um, because that's where it came from. Was um, last week Queen Elizabeth was seen driving around. And people were like, isn't she like in her 90s? Should she still be driving? And it's like, yeah, Queen Elizabeth was in the World War, you know, driving around. So, but they don't reference that at all in the show. Like, yeah. I, I wanna, you want to well, know maybe that. Maybe they will. We're one episode in. <laughs> they flash back to her like murdering a bunch of Nazis. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Um, so anyways, yeah, they're getting married. People aren't too crazy over it. Do you get weird vibes from Philip, though? A little bit. A little creepy. <laughs> what kind of creepy? <laughs> he just seems like uh, distant on that, purpose. Yeah, we're not going in that direction. We're going in the direction that he, he is someone who just doesn't seem like he's all in it, you know, to win it with her. And they even kind of like vaguely reference that, you know, like she's like, you should be so happy. You like won the whole thing. And he's like, pauses for a full beat. And he's like, I am. And it's like, all right, dude, <laughs> you got Queen Elizabeth. You got the queen. Yeah. And you're going to be like the lieutenant of the Navy and stuff, dude. Yeah, he's a naval man. That's as, the first as thing the we king see. Said. Well, uh, we also see the king ain't doing so well. No, he's, he's like that's like the first scene. He's like coughing up blood. Yeah, and then he's like, "Hey, is this okay that I'm coughing up blood?" And it's like, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> and he just keeps smoking cigarettes. I know. There was like, yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, it's a little bit of blood. He's like, he kind of like looks off. I think it was a little bit of blood. <laughs> Actually, it was a lot. (laughs) That's like the beginning of an Always Sunny episode where it's like, was it a little bit of blood? I think it was a little bit of blood. The King Coughs Up Blood is the name of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this dude smokes like a freaking chimney. He is. This this is an anti-smoking PSA for 55 minutes. Every time he lights a cigarette, I was like, ugh, stop lighting the cigarette. I know, dude. I get it that you stutter and you need to like relax, but... Don't smoke it away, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, too too late. Too late, King. Um, so they get married. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Uh, so let's describe this wedding, though. Um, it's it's pretty awesome how we see uh, we we see the the just like the arrival of Churchill there to the roar of the crowd. This is like he you know because he's just fresh off a of wedding World War Two. This is like if he just run the won the Royal Rumble or the Money in the Bank. People are just like going nuts for Churchill showing yeah. up, and then like and it's John Lithgow. Yeah, he's there, and then you see Harry from Harry and the Hendersons coming in from behind him too. Yeah, he's there, like all Lithgow's friends. The it's guy, the, the the third Rock from the Sun guy, he's there. Planet of the Apes, John Lithgow. Yeah, <laughs> James Franco's there. Yeah. All of them, the ape. Um, Caesar, <laughs> Caesar the ape, all of Lithgow's co-stars, um, and they're cheering him on. And Dave, what's your first impressions of Lithgow as Winston Churchill? It's tough. It's real tough. <laughs> really, it's, uh, it's tough for me to. There's certain people like I just watched. 
Over the holidays, I watched Daddy's Home too. <laughs> Wait, what, what, the, the the Mark Fer- Wahlberg, the Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell, and he plays John Will- Cena, Mel Gibson, Lithgow. Yeah, li- classic. Li- yeah. Cena got built long after those guys. But okay, John Lithgow's like Will Ferrell's goofy dad. So now he's, I know he's an actor with a lot of range, mm-hmm. but he does have that. He's that's Lord, that's Lord Farquaad. Yeah, I mean, he's known as a comedic actor in some circles, you know? I mean, he was on Third Rock yeah, from the Sun for many years. He's kind of like the a Brian Cranston, where, you know, people... We we are over the fact that he can be dramatic. Right. But unlike Brian Cranston, Lithgow has continuously done comedies in between his more serious roles, whereas Walter White has sort of changed the way we look at Brian Cranston. Yeah, it's a bit of an awkward fit, because he does look a little tall for the role. Uh-huh. And also, I looked up... Winston Churchill's, like, mid-70s at this point. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's there yet in terms of age. Good and good for Lithgow to not look like that. <laughs> I don't know how old Lithgow is, but yeah, you don't I, look mid seventies yet, dude. I mean, we did. I did just watch Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci look like everything from twenty to eighty five. So <laughs> the fact that Lithgow's at his age and doesn't look old is good. Good for him. But I mean, for the show, it's like you're trying to sell me on this being Winston Churchill. Just pay the extra money and get. I don't know Brian Gary, Cox. Gary Oldman. No, don't get <laughs> Oldman. Get Brian Cox in the show. I he, he also sticks out as the. He's the only American in the show? I think, as far as I can tell. By the way, while we were on the subject of Churchill, hot take. I, Darkest Hour was a fine movie. Gary Oldman, overrated. Overrated. He, a, lot of, a lot of the prosthetics do the work in that movie. That big lump around his throat to make that like that gullet or whatever. I don't, like it, that was all prosthetics? I thought. He, yeah. No, he I mean, put, that is he, a lot of weight not, to put on. He did not put on the weight, no. That, did, that, you, did, you know who, uh, did you notice who Churchill's wife is? I did not know. Oh. She's a younger person too, right? No. No? Churchill's wife is uh, Lady Shackleton from Downton Abbey. Uh, I barely remember who Shackleton is. Yeah. Well, that's who it is. Okay. Wait, who is Lady Shackleton? Lady Shackleton, isn't she uh, Trimpy's wife? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, that's probably why I don't remember. All right. So, well, there is one in the show. You know who else is in the show? For one line. Birdie... I freaked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where he, he gives the one line of like, the king needs to see you right now. And then he just looks at the camera for like an extra like two seconds for you to register that it's Birdie Pelham from Downton Abbey. He and then winks. that's it. Yeah, and that's it for the rest of the episode. He's like, I'll see you in the Downton Abbey film, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I am Birdie. Because like, they do reference that, like, why couldn't she marry like a Marquess or something? And there's Birdie right there. Yeah. The Marquess from Downton Abbey right there. He's like, in another world. In another, next, next time, baby. Another reality. Yeah, he just winks. Next time, baby. Um, yeah, he's in it. <laughs> so they get married. And uh, then we do a nice little montage over the child-rearing ages. Yeah, I which mean. Which I kind of respect as... as uh, Well, is it really child-rearing so much as they go away for eight, like 10 months? Years? No, it's like 10 months. Oh, well, then they have two kids by the time right. the whole montage is over. That's not 10 months. Do the math. I thought because I thought she popped out twins, dude. Is it twins? Oh, I don't know anything about the British royalty. It's it seemed pretty quick though. No, it's definitely it's not a couple years because spoiler alert, King ain't long for this world. He's going. To, I don't want to spoil it when he's going to pass away because I looked it up, but soon, man. Okay, so it, he's on his way out. He's on his way out. You don't say. They took out one of his lungs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's another thing. This episode goes there, man. Like. Yeah, that's the one thing that I was like, this ain't Downton Abbey. Yeah, I don't need to see, like... Be- between the set pieces and the surgery shots. Did not need to see that. Did not need to see that. Did not need to see the, the lungs being taken out. Did not see, need to see the butt. Don't need to see all of the, the curse. 
Yep. <laughs> Scandalized, man. Don't need to see that many cigarettes. I like Tom Barrow and Miss O'Brien smoking like one cigarette an episode. Also in the yard, too. Not doing it indoors. You know, not making these rooms smoke-filled, which they are in the show. I worry about the lungs of everyone when I watch this show, man. Like, yeah, that's a I mean, lot of smoking around. Like, Churchill's got to have, like, like gum or, you know, mouth cancer, throat cancer. I do, like, enjoy the moment when they, they say, like, I think it's cancer, as Churchill smokes the biggest <laughs> cigar you've ever seen. Uh, you know, they didn't know. They didn't know back then. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they did not. No. They, but they are taking, yeah, huge lungs from uh from the king. They, he's coughing up a lung. they wrap it in newspaper? Yeah. I was thinking when I was watching that, like, you don't think they have this weird, like, IMF-style surgery room in the middle of this, you know, palace, and then they just wrap the lung in, in newspaper. Well, you know they steam those newspapers, so they're good to use. Yeah. You <laughs> think they'd have, like, the King's Royal Lung Surgery paper? Yeah, I don't know if they went into that one expecting to, to take out the lung, but they, they did it. And then, and then You think they sold that lung? <laughs> They made a, a nice profit, that's, that's probably. A, that's, that's, that's a king's lung. Yeah, and the king thinks thinks no one knows, you know, aside from like maybe Churchill. But you know who's there to see it? Prince Phil. Yeah. He's like, wait, what? What? Yeah, is he going to be like some kind of serial killer? Dude, spoiler alert, he's still alive today, Prince Philip. He's 98. He's still kicking. What? Yeah, he's still kicking. Oh, he's still killing people. Dude, you go on his Wikipedia, his eyebrows are turned upwards to here man like they're like reach up to his forehead his eyebrows so he's got like grinch eyebrows yeah he doesn't take care of those things anymore so why, I mean, why would you it's a good thing we're americans because like if we we're in britain recording this podcast they'd execute us summarily really quickly after hearing this yeah, podcast I mean, it, well, I've, I've been pro irish this whole since we started this podcast <laughs> That's true that is true sorry for besmirching the royalty there just keeping it real here trim those eyebrows they get, they get out of control sometimes Dude, the, you ain't the grinch king you're the king i mean or whatever the prince you're still a prince what is he now I mean, he's, he's married he's to the queen. The king. The, the, the king is married to the queen. That's why I had hope, you know? It seems like, but I feel like he's always been known as Prince Phil, you know? Sure. But then also, I, I wonder if it's like me also thinking of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, where they also have Uncle Phil in there, and then my head is just <laughs> connecting Fresh Prince with Uncle Phil and Prince Phil. Isn't Anyways. there a Prince Philip in Disney, too? I, I know it's all, whatever. There's a lot of Prince it, Phil's this around. This is all irrelevant to what we're talking about. <laughs> Phil? Phil? You prince? What a name. What a name to be a prince. Anyway, <laughs> we are way off... Off topic, um, I mean, yeah. So a lot of this episode, this is about Jared Harris and how they got to start, you know, making preparations for like what's next. Uh huh. Because like they kind of break it to him softly, like you ain't gonna be around that much longer. It's like they could be years, more likely months. And he's like, all right. I did like that moment where he's just like, or what's the other option? And he's like, he doesn't even have to ask the question. It's just like. How long, man? And he's like, you know, you know. Yeah, I know. It's like, man. <laughs> yeah, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> smoke it every day. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they have to like try and get the queen out there to meet the Commonwealth, you know, like New Zealand. and the princess. Yes, the princess. To kind of you know, get get some tread on the wheels there. Uh, and Phil's not a fan. He doesn't want to leave his kids. No, he wants to keep doing his job in the Navy. Yeah, in the Navy. He wants <laughs> to, He has a lot going on. Yeah, but reality check, you ain't the breadwinner of the house, dude. And I think that the the scene where they go duck hunting mm-hmm. is really, really... Well, it closes the episode. That's that's really good stuff. I was a big fan of that. Talk about it. Um, we see there's not, there's not the strongest relationship between the king... Justifiably. And, uh, and, and Doctor Who. Little Prince, yeah, Matt Smith. <laughs> And the line where he says, uh, what is it? 
the title is not the job. She is the job. Like protecting her is the job. Yeah. It's like, man, that's like you, you kind of want, that's like a dream relationship discussion between like a father in law and a son in law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, man, like all you got to do is take care of her. And then that's, that's, <laughs> then life is good. Well, also holding a shotgun, <laughs> yeah. which is probably for hunting, but also you being think, like, you think shooting a shotgun is good for your lung? <laughs> no, like not the at proximity all. Proximity of the that, like, boom. But that's the kind of conversation you want to have with your son-in-law. You take care of her, son. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, watch me kill a duck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Great. Great way. Uh, very lyrical the way he says that. I, I doubt it was as lyrical in real in the real world, but it, it is a nice yeah, moment. Not, not the first time in the ep- episode where there's a little rhyming going on. Yeah. Yeah. So he has this, this servant uh, guy. Uh, who, Peter. Uh, he's pretty important, I think. I looked him up quickly. He is important, but I don't know what he does. Um, I got excited. I was like, oh, we got a downstairs character? And then it's yeah. like, oh, no, that's just him. Yeah. He's, for now. he's enjoying tying the king's tie while making a rhyme. Oh, yeah. There was. Yeah, and we're not going to say What do you rhyme. say? Wanted to go to take a walk by the bay? It's a beautiful day. Ah, what the hey? Was it the Arthur theme song? <laughs> hey, it's yeah. a beautiful kind But it's of that day. same kind of like rhyme scheme, which is like, well, what do you know? But then he says a, a real dirty, <laughs> dirty word at the end of it. Right, right. It's, it's something about like, yeah, it's a, it's a long sex joke, which the king reciprocates with his own rhyming oh, sex yeah. joke, <laughs> which is just like, is that how it was back in the day? Like, we're going to make jokes about sex, but... You got to work with me to get there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we know for a fact that in current American politics, there's a lot of uh, sex jokes going on. Yeah, if yeah. you watch The Apprentice, <laughs> that's true. That is true. Um, a lot cleaner back then, though. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this guy, he's there, and uh, someone's got eyes for him. Yeah, one of the princesses. Yeah, the sister. Uh, I, I didn't get her name. Uh, 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 Vanessa Kirby, <laughs> the actress. That's yeah, her name. Yep. <laughs> um, I looked her up in real life. It's, I think it's Anne. I think it's Princess Anne. Okay. I think that's her I, sister. I trust you. I may be completely wrong. It's quite a looker. So she, she, she's eyeing, eyeing this guy up. And he's got a, a family. He's got a, yeah, he's got a wife. So I, I, I don't think they'd be teeing this up unless something actually happened. That's the problem with history. It's just like, why would they make these assertions about this woman who actually assisted as, existed as a homewrecker mm-hmm. and who's royalty? Yeah. <laughs> so unless something actually happened. Cause well, unless, who's to say? That would be crazy for Netflix to be like, we're going to have this show where we just make assertions that these people are just homewreckers. So is, is this show, uh, sorry to jump off of the show itself, but technically speaking, was this like a Netflix made show for Netflix or was it like... Yeah, yeah. No, this is uh, something they planned all together and um, I don't think the BBC or anyone was, was involved. They, they had this and the, I think it's maybe an adaptation of some books maybe. I may be wrong on mm, that. Yeah. I know the, the director of this episode, Stephen Daldry, he did The Hours, um, The Reader... Uh, some other extremely serious uh, dramas. They, like they spent money on like A list directors. Like this is like a guy nominated for like best director. Like the the opening, the entrance, the the, the crown being made at the beginning of this episode. That's money. That's Netflix money right there. Of, like, you know, but you know what is missing? A real good song. Yeah, yeah. The music wasn't quite. There. Well, I think the music came in like pumping in that last scene where they're they're hunting. But it reminded me of the game of. Th- oh, I just meant the um the theme. Song. Oh, the theme song. Yeah, it's just not there. It's just not there. It's not J- John Lund. Reminded me of the Game of Thrones beginning or the Westworld beginning. Okay. Where it's a sort of like... Well, the Game one... of Thrones is like kind of iconic music at this point. Yeah. Well, not music-wise. I just mean stylistically where oh, like yeah. something is Absolutely. happening. Mm-hmm. Something is going on. I mean, what better for Netflix to do than just to ape something else that people like to kind of get people to keep watching Netflix, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Netflix big on that skip intro button, which, you know, no offense to the crown, I'm going to be skipping that intro. <laughs> 
I don't. I kind of like. I like the visuals, but it is kind of funny. They spent millions on this thing that you'll watch once and then just skip over forever afterwards. <laughs> so nice long. job. It's nice. Not str- Stranger Things is like eight seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> nice job with your money, Netflix. You spent fifteen billion on uh, content in twenty nineteen. You're gonna spend seventeen billion on content in twenty twenty. Should be a little bit smarter with that spending. That's true. You <laughs> should. Yeah. Maybe keep. Uh, maybe bring Michael Bay in to do some of these crimes. All you need is some bells ringing, some dishes being clean, and you got an intro. And a dog's butt. You need a dog's butt wagging its tail. That's it. Um. So yeah, I mean that's the 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 big big arc of the episode is just like you know us just being introduced to this world and him being like. Yeah, my notes were a lot less than like a typical Downton Abbey episode, and I think it is just because I was soaking in yeah. the table setting. Right, and there's a lot fewer characters as well, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, so that's why I felt like more important to like more important to learn the names, which I, which is crazy because they're real people who still exist and stuff. But I just don't. We're not familiar with British like royalty or anything. So we're, we're really gonna offend a lot of British. people. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they probably already tuned out at this point. And like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. They probably stopped listening years ago. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what what else? I mean, so th- they kind of touched on with Churchill how he ran for re-election, he got it, and uh, you know, the, it, it, you know, he's fresh off winning that war. He's got high blood pressure. He's one fifty five over ninety. Mm-hmm. God, come he's, on, he's, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's smoking cigars spo- all the time. Spoiler: He lives for a while longer. So yeah. like, he's living large, man. He's in charge. Uh, the king lets it be known that he's a he's a big fan of him. So. Yeah, power to Churchill. And Churchill, he, he kind of like references like I, Churchill's going to be having to look after the Queen a little bit to like make sure everything goes okay. He's mm-hmm. he's going to have to be, you know, stepping in for the King who's going to be stepping out. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. So going to get a little bit more Lithgow on here. Perfect, just what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. American who sticks out like a sore thumb. You couldn't get like a British character actor. You couldn't get the guy who plays Hagrid to do this. I know. I, I mean, just Brian Cox. No one even saw that Churchill movie. Just get him in there. But he's also an American, right? Brian Cox? Is he? I think, is he? I don't know. Why don't I think of what I've seen him in? He's always, uh, I, I just go to X-Men when I think right. Brian Cox. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I was, I, they do kind of reference that Churchill shows up at that wedding, even though they, there wasn't any really allies or supporters of the marriage. You mm-hmm. wonder, like, you know, Churchill's kind of there, like, showing support, even though he doesn't it, have it, to. And they said, this is not a, this is not like a, a moment on your campaign trail. Right. So Churchill is kind of a showboat, as we know from uh, Gary Oldman. It's like, imagine if, like, on Downton, like, Carson became the father of Mary. How weird that would be. Yeah. But you got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Mm-hmm. Need that paternal figure. Um, I think that, so, so we have sort of glossed over this plot. Mm-hmm. But there is a scene that where we, the first time we see the crown, 42 minutes into the episode, it's Christmas at this house, uh-huh. and this little kid gives the king uh, the paper crown, and mm-hmm. he like starts crying. And oh my goodness, that was a really tough scene to watch. Yeah, because he's not going to be wearing it much longer. Yeah, well, it, it's they also do like a song that's like something that my grandma always says. Oh yeah, and so it's like really weird that this guy's like. You know, the King of England is around these common folks like weeping. Mm-hmm. And it's this thing that has been like part of my life for so long. And I'm like, this is weird, man. What is the show doing to me? <laughs> yeah. And he's wearing that crown. You know, they say the crown is heavy, but it's actually made of paper that time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I got it wrong. It's Prince, Princess Margaret is Queen Elizabeth's sister. Not Anne. <laughs> Not Anne. And she's it's, she's it's been... Princess Sybil. She's Princess been dead Edith. also for a while. So uh, sorry to Princess Margaret. May she rest in peace. Yeah. 
Uh, bless up. Yeah, bless up. But uh, yeah, yeah. And then they that is the hammer at the end of the episode is that Queen Elizabeth sees that box that says the crown on it or whatever because mm-hmm. she's going to be wearing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, what you said there kind of gets at it. Like, So you're already feeling something. I really did not feel much during this show. I Like what we were kind of hinting at, like in that there's not many warm characters so far. You, yeah. I don't feel anything for any of these people yet. It's, and it's not jovial. No. Downton Abbey is a jovial show. This is not a jovial show. This is like kind of towing the line of keeping it dry to be, you know, respectful of the people that are still alive and everything, but... And it also feels a little convoluted in high drama. Yeah, you definitely need to know a little bit going in about the history, I think. And I, I, I do feel like one thing that is to Downton's benefit and to shows like Downton that perhaps goes understated in the big picture is that in being a little soapier, you're allowed to have so much more fun. Right. Whereas I think this show is not going to have any whimsical side plots of a man stealing a dog to I mean, increase we'll, his. We'll see if Princess Margaret starts her, starts her tryst with the the necktie or dude. Yeah, and, and you know we're at, at the end of these thirty episodes or however many episodes are out by the time we we hit the temporary end of the crown. <laughs> whenever we hit our wall. <laughs> yeah, whenever we hit the wall with the crown, we're going to have a different appreciation for this kind of television. But I don't see myself like not longing for Downton's tone when I watch a show like this. This is heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... And, and it's not. We, I feel like we covered the, sh- the episode pretty thoroughly, uh-huh. but we really didn't. We didn't talk about a lot of, like, scenes because unlike a show that's, like, Downton Abbey where it's campy and fun, mm-hmm. this is all sort of one long tale of the same Yeah, thing. you can compartmentalize a lot of Downton. And, and to, you know, each episode has a story and, like, there's threads that carry on, but you can kind of, like, put it away. This one, it's going to carry on and... Yeah, I mean, we don't do we. Yeah, we don't know all these people that well, and we have to learn about them. So it's going to take us some time to get up to speed on on this whole uh, queen business. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, we'll see. I think the set budget is insane. I the mean, sets that's, are that's, beautiful. That's Netflix money, man. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't care. They just like to watch money burn. But it also makes me like the familiarity of of something like a High Clear Castle, mm-hmm. or even some going back to uh, the king himself. Mad Men has like. The, ooh, Mad Men has the uh, office that's the same. You know, I do like a same set, comfortable, cheers kind of theme. Like, I like yeah. com- feeling comfortable Somewhere, where my show is. Right. And maybe we'll get there with this, but this, again, British royalty. <laughs> we'll feel at home in the, in the kingdom. <laughs> we're, we're just dogging this show. Nice. Yeah. We're not, well, I mean, it is. I mean, there, there, there's some nice warm moments when he, like, shows Elizabeth um, how he reads, like, the, the messages from the people where he just, like, flips it over because there's the ones they don't want him to read. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I want to read those. And, like, that's, like, I want to see more of that kind of stuff. And, and I think we'll get there. I hope. I hope. <laughs> if not, we're going to, hey, hey, Mayans. <laughs> yeah, hi-hoing <laughs> out of here. Um, did you know, though, that Prince uh, Prince Philip, he developed carriage driving or carriage racing where you have, like, horses in the carriage and they just go racing and stuff. Oh, cool. I hope we get to see some of that. Let's get some of that. Yeah, let's, let's do get it. some of that Ben Hur Ben Hur action in here. You know, I'm, I'm all in. Okay, uh, David, did you do power? Do you do power rankings? I did do power rankings. Do we think this was a good episode? That's a difficult thing to ask. I, I think, think I, I think we're setting the table. I don't think this is as fun as Downton Abbey. Yeah, but I think that I know the characters. I have a feeling for their motivations, and I know what's going to come. It was a fine episode, I'd say. A fine place to start. Yeah, if I had to give this a letter grade, I would give it like a B minus. I give it, yeah, a B. Yeah, B. it's it's definitely watchable. Definitely. Uh, I mean, is there any pretty? quotes? Any quotes you remember? Um, 
<clears throat> Let me take a look. There was, there's a spot of blood in my spittle. <laughs> One of your favorite words, Dave, spittle. Uh, um, I like when they, they keep referring to the, the surgery as structural alterations. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because he puts on the makeup a little bit to hide yeah, it. And, and Churchill's like, yeah, I saw that. I saw the makeup, man. And uh, Philip says, I'm I'm a naval officer. I'm not grinning like an ape while you cut ribbons. He's not cool about going on this trip. Right. And then the uh, the title is not the job. She is the job. It's a good one. Do you I, have anything? Uh, I like when he gives her the camera as a wedding gift saying, if you, your wedding was as good as mine, I don't want to miss a single thing or whatever. Yeah. Which is which is great. It's, yeah. it's nice in the moment. You know, it is funny that, that all those years ago, he he knew what Steven Tyler was going to write in his that <laughs> iconic song. Right. He doesn't want to miss a thing. Yeah. Uh, the other quote I have is, we want the king. The crowd chanting for the king to show yeah. up. Like This is like straight up like a wrestling event. Like, we want the king. Well, I think that's we... what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. And then he shows up and he's like, rah, rah. And he coughs up blood on everyone. You know, it's funny. It took us like five or six seasons to get to Robert coughing up blood. They give it to you, scene the one, scene right, one, right there. You like some of that? We're gonna get more, give you more of that. You hook, hook me up with some of that blood. Give me some of that spittle, a little, a little, a little of that dribble spittle blood. <laughs> and if you like that blood spitting, just wait till we rip out his lungs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I was not ready for that. All right, and, and it's funny because it kind of sets up too with. They don't do that today with the Queen, where just chan- people are chanting, "We want the Queen." It's not like that anymore. Hey. I mean, is it? We're not. I don't know. There. That's true. We need to go over there. Shout it out. Yeah, throw a, a cow pie or whatever Tom Branson wanted to throw at that. <laughs> yeah, dignitary. All right, so let's get to the rankings. I only have one going down. I don't know these characters well enough. Okay. Do you have three going? Down? I got three. Okay, go go for your three and two. Number three, I got the BBC. They missed out here. There's a lot of money. Maybe the BBC can't do it because they're government and they don't want to do a show about the Queen and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, then Channel Four take it on. Someone else over there. Okay. All those British networks, they missed out. They're uh-huh. they're losers. They're number three. Number two is the King's doctors uh, failing to keep them healthy or uh, you know just. Keep them in the loop. Not having the stones to tell them to put those cigarettes out. Exactly. And not having, you know, they just had newspapers to put their lungs on there. So it, Number one is pretty obvious. It's, it's the king. It, it's the king. King George. King George. Sorry, brother. Yeah, man. Live long and prosper. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. isn't there... I was trying to think. Isn't there a monkey named King George? Is that... Or am I That's mis- Curious George. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you combining King, king Babar and Curious George into one? Not the, not the elephant Babar. No, I'm thinking of King Louis from Jungle Book. And oh, then okay. I'm thinking and of Curious, Curious George. George. All right. That's what they called the king with his, with his dirty little limericks. Carrius <laughs> George. Um, all right. So, Dave, who is going up? Uh, number three, I have Prince Philip. Okay. Doctor Who. Yeah, man. Matt Smith. Great actor. And uh, he's he's good on the show. He sells me. He sells yeah. me in like this is going to be quality acting. Yeah, I hope so. I heard a rumor that he ha- he shot an entire story arc for The Rise of Skywalker and it just got cut. Yeah, he kept denying that he was going to be in the movie, even though he was like supposedly supposed to be in the movie. And instead, he's going to be in the Constellation Prize of Morbius, starring Jared Leto. So, <laughs> sorry, Matt Smith. Um, well, you know, you got my number three ranking right now. I have a feeling you're going to be climbing. Yeah. Who do you got at number three? I got Queen Elizabeth. Okay. She's going to be queen soon, but she's got to deal with having... She married this man, and a lot of pressure coming her way. She doesn't mm-hmm. know, how, know how to deal. Also, Dave, what do you think of Claire Foy? Is that the that's the, that's the, the person playing Queen, yeah Queen Elizabeth? She's very meek at this moment. I thought her acting was so good though. Yeah, she's like, good. She, the, she you she carries the weight of uncertainty with the marriage, mm-hmm. and then the moment when when he's like, I don't want to, I don't have any agenda. I just want to spend time with you. Yeah, like that holds a lot of weight. Where she she understands. Mm-hmm. She has a lot more depth going on, but she is very like meek as of this moment. Right, and I don't know Claire Foy really from anything. All I seen her in was. 
first man with Ryan Gosling where she's a put upon wife because you know Hollywood's not good at writing role, roles for women. But I'm excited to see more from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who, who's number two, Dave? Winston Churchill. Okay. He got reelected, baby. <laughs> he he understands what's going on with the. Uh, he he sees through the king's facade that he's like I'm doing mm-hmm. just fine. He's like, no, man. <laughs> he shows up at the wedding to a, a roaring, you know, ovation. Yeah. He's married to a Downton Abbey actress in the show. Sure. Just something that, you know, we got to hold true to our roots. Yeah. That, that's fair. I don't know. That's fair. So who, who do you have at, at two? I got Prince Phil at number two. You got Phil at number two? Yeah. He married the queen. He leveled up, man. He came from nothing to marry the queen. He prospected correctly, yeah, even yeah, if he, it is wrong he, and it's creepy. <laughs> I mean, hey, Tom Branson, different times, similar, yeah. different times. I, I like, I can't wait for the fan mail. People to be like, it wasn't that weird back then. It's like, it may not been weird, but it ain't cool. Yeah. Okay. No, you don't try. Don't prospect. Don't do it. Um, and he inherited a Navy. So, you know, he, he yeah. leveled up, man. Good job. Yeah. Nice job. You got Prince that Phil. sash or it would a garter. They called it and in the beginning. He's still alive. I was stunned to see he's still alive. So good for him. Yeah. Live long and prosper. You live yeah. long and prosper. Yeah. King Philip. So who's number one, Dave? The, the princess. We, this is her show. Okay. I mean, I feel like she's going to have a lot of opportunities to be number one on the well, show. Th- guess what? I'm giving her the points. Okay. Who do you got at number That's one? That's Churchill, man. He just won re-election. His blood pressure is way up there, but he's going to keep on kicking for a while. Smoking stoves. He knows the king ain't going to be around. He's going to ha- He's like spite smoking those cigars. <laughs> yeah, tell him. You can't tell him nothing. That is literally it. And he's going to be one guiding the queen on her begin the beginning of her journey as the queen. This dude holds all the cards, man. That's true. You know, hats off to Tr- Churchill. You got this, man. Winston. Money in the bag. All right. That's, that, yeah, that, sure. That's the Crown season one, episode one. You like that? So we were at thirty-seven minutes. I mean, for for Downton, a, a we, lean night. It is a lean. <laughs> I mean, we're still getting adjusted to these characters. Yeah. I mean, I hope there's more for us to to say next time. This episode, fifty-six minutes. Next one, one hour and one minutes. Oh, brother. So, you know. You know what? I'm, I made it through the Irishman. I can make it through anything. How long did it take you to watch Irishman? Two nights. Mm. I did two and a half hours the first night and then the last hour the Man. next night. I, I put my phone on airplane mode. I turned off all the lights in my apartment and just treated it like a movie itself. And then went from 6.30 to 10 o'clock at night for me. How Was it a good... Did it play well? I think it played yeah. well breaking it down, too. No, I think it played well because like, I it really... Now we're missing another review of the Irishman, but like we got time. I, it came together really impactfully, I thought, with the ending there where... <laughs> we're just going to throw like our Netflix <laughs> recommendations in. Yeah, it was... I mean, if you want to watch a Netflix movie, man, Marriage Story really, really connected for me. I don't me. know if I have it in me to watch Marriage Story. If you like Noah Baumbach at all, it's one of his most well-written movies. It's so incredible. Okay. Yeah. But I really I really liked Al Pacino at Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> I'm not going to lose to Tony Pro. It's not going to happen. Oh, go, come on. No, not Tony Pro. No, no. He says Tony Pro like a hundred times in that it's movie like, over I'm three not, and a half hours. I'm not I'm not gonna apologize. To yeah, him. I'm not giving up my, my floor. I my, like my old, chair. Old dudes beating each other up. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a good movie for I, that. I do highly recommend The Irishman, though. It was so ugh. Pesci is such a scumbag. Yeah, he's so good in that movie. He he's, deserves an Oscar nom for that he, one. He's so he like he's so old and he just like lives he breathes his age, but he's not yeah. like a weirdo like De Niro is it's getting it's getting well, tough for me to believe De Niro. No, is no like, they they digitally alter his eyes to being green in the movie. And he just looks like this demon half the movie with these green eyes. Um, who's your power ranking for the Irishman? <laughs> oh man, up there. Uh, I mean, Joe Pesci definitely walks away at number one because he like pulls all the strings. Number two would be De Niro. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know after that. Number three, well, number one down is Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> we know what's going on there. Oh, speaking of movies, though, worthwhile. I mean, I saw 1917. It's fine. But if you want some of that World War One flavor, that Down Abbey-ish, you want to see what's going on in the front lines there, that movie brings you to the front lines. Uncut Gems. Yeah, you want some of that more realness? <laughs> see Uncut Gems. I, Wait, 1917 is, oh, like the Down Abbey good? Like the... Do you see t- uh, the guy put his hand up? And no, get you don't see that. You don't see that. You don't see many Labradors either. Um, it's uh, it's just you know, it's an intense movie. I I I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would say it's a great movie. It's a solid movie. Okay. I don't know if I don't think I'm going to see it in the theater. It, that's the only way to see it. Otherwise, don't ever see it. Okay. I mean, I never saw The Revenant, so you know, it's not like. I, yeah, well, I could say don't ever see The Revenant if you haven't seen it in theaters either. <laughs> we can we can wholeheartedly sign off on uh, Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. Absolutely. But uh, in the crown, I guess. <laughs> so we're we just gonna bookend these all with our movie reviews, or just Netflix recommendations. Well, I mean, as of right, we're just filling time. We're just talking. We haven't, you know, been in the same room for a, like a, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, so I guess if we're wrapping all this up, keep uh, like, comment, subscribe, tell all your friends, give us those five star reviews. Uh, unfortunately, there's no more mugs to go around for now, but maybe you'll get a the crown quip mug if that exists <laughs> we'll get you one of those crowns from burger king yeah exactly and we'll send it to you and keep your eyes on our social media because hopefully magfest has a lot of footage to weed through to before they upload it mm-hmm. but our panel should be on their youtube within maybe a but could be a month could be two months could be next year yeah who knows but uh we have they they're going to upload it and I think it'll be a fun watch. I'm really excited because I we couldn't hear. The one thing that like watching our friends video mm-hmm. of it, like when I have it, I had an audio soundboard and when I hit the buttons, like I could hear it coming out, but I didn't know how loud it was. Yeah. And then hearing like the the from the crowd, it's like, oh no, that's like just as loud as us and just perfect. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be a fun watch, especially if you're into us. Like <laughs> if you if you have made We're it through so, we sound so narcissistic. If you really like us, like we like ourselves like this well i mean you made it through down yeah. abbey you're following us into the crown you might be a patreon yeah we'll say we'll, we'll share the link we're when gonna it comes share the there. link when it comes out and i know i'm excited to watch it just because i want to see the crowd reactions and stuff like that because yeah. i'm a narcissist too so I'm, I'm not saying i am one way i'm just saying we sound like that hey, hey it's, it's fair we're, we're putting out creative content i want to know how it's received yeah that's fair So with that being said how did how are you feeling about us breaking down the crown? You liking it? Let's yeah. Find do you, out. do you want us to pivot and abort and do twenty four and do two hundred something episodes of that? What if, what if there was like a hard? Yo, like I hard looked it up. Turn. There was someone who actually had the same thing where they did twenty four two episodes every episode. And it's like, man, good for you guys. Yeah. You, you got there. <laughs> Anyways, we'll, we'll be here with the crown next time. Yeah, we will. And until then, you know, we'll see you when we see you. Yeah, take it easy. Bye.